Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Second Take Podcast, Guns So Primitive. I'm Shane Anderson. What are those? I'm Alex. I didn't understand that at all. But it's a Bugatti spaceship. And I'm Saint Weber. Today we are reviewing Black Panther, starring, uh, oh sorry, written uh, written by Ryan Kogler and Joe Robert Cole, directed by Ryan Kogler, and starring Chadwick Boseman, Michael B. Jordan, Lupita Nyong'o, Denai Gurira, Martin Freeman, Daniel Kaluuya, Letitia Wright, Winston Duke, Sterling K. Brown, with Angela Bassett, Forrest Whitaker, and Andy Serkis. That's all. That's all. What about John Carney? Who's John Carney? Oh, T'Chaka. <laughs> They're like the, the supporting, supporting. That's like the star build. I just listed the star build people. All right. Black Panther. Yes. Wakanda forever. <clears throat> All right, enough said. That's yeah. the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> end of the episode. Yeah. Thank you for listening. You can check uh, out Marvel's episode. Black Panther. The well, the first movie. Marvel movie of the year. No, it's not. Oh, the second Marvel movie of the it year? It is. It's probably like the fifth Marvel the movie of the year. Isn't it? I mean, do we count the shows? Because there's been like three no, shows. No, we don't count the shows. No, okay. It's movies because movies and TV are separate because movies want to be separate to TV. And some of the TV is terrible. Well, most of their TV is terrible. Or it starts really good and then gets really terrible. Except in humans. And humans started out awful. Real bad. Did it get any better? I didn't even bother watching it. I quit. Never started. Way ahead of you. I like to see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started shit and got really good. And then I haven't watched it since, but. It, 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 yeah, I haven't it, watched it for about three years. It's kind of gone beyond its own scope. Okay. Because, maybe. again, it falls into the trap of, like, giant world disasters that these four people have to fix and, like, they're never mentioned again except in their own narrative. Okay. And, like, oh, it's, it's a wishy. But super, super great cast in this movie. Oh, fuck, Like, yes. all of the names in this movie are huge. I mean, Meryl Streep in the lead, just the makeup <laughs> on her was uh, extreme. Another Oscar nomination yeah. for you her, clearly. joke. <laughs> but when Meryl comes into the MCU, <laughs> I will be very happy. Do you reckon she will? No, no, I don't think no, she will. She, won't want she doesn't need to now. And I don't I think, think there's a... understand what's going on. Like, what, why am I here? Like, <laughs> maybe. I think Helen Mirren would come in before... Oh, I'd kill to see Helen Mirren. Yeah, I, but I'm not sure where... I'm not sure where. Now that they've got now that they've got X Men back, I would love to see Helen Mirren uh, play Emma Frost, like an older Emma Frost. Yeah, she, it, it would have to be like Logan, where it's like set so far in the future. Because Emma Frost, because Emma Frost's whole thing, like in the comic, she's like perpetually young because she turns into diamonds. Good. Let's fix that. <laughs> Make her old. Yeah. But then how will she have constant affairs with Scott Summers, a.k.a. Cyclops? Because he's old too. Yeah. So so old X-Men. Yeah. 
age. Jesus, how would, <laughs> I don't. That would be a really bad movie. And it won't just be X Men. It'll be like E X Men, like X Men. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so Black Panther, first mm. black led movie of the MCU. Yes, um, and the first mm. black led big budget superhero movie in terms of over a hundred. I know Blade is like was what the about first Spawn. Spawn wasn't over a hundred. It was it was big for the time. It was like fifty, wasn't it? Oh, I, I, I'm because it, it had off the top of my head. D, it had a lot of CGI for when it was released, which was like late nineties, if I remember correctly. But yes, the first the first big forty one. million US dollars was Spawn. Oh, yeah. So that's what most of them were. I believe Blade was. Yeah. 40 for the first one and like 60 for the second one. I don't even know what the third one was. I don't but think anyone did. Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis are the only like highly billed Caucasians. They're the Tolkien white guys. <sighs> that pun, you have to bring that pun up. It's been Why? all over the internet. Oh, it's been all over the internet. So let's put it on another place on the yes. internet. Uh, no, puns have no place here. Seb is away. I have... Alex in a shock collar, so <laughs> no puns today. <laughs> um, well, yeah, any production notes? I have lots of production notes. Oh, good. Well, well not- give me the best four. Oh, God. Okay. Um, fun fact, the guy who plays the young version of Forrest Whitaker's character, the actual actor's name is Denzel Whitaker, but he's not related to Forrest Whitaker. But he also is he played, related to Denzel Washington? No, but he was named after <laughs> Denzel Washington, and he Aww. also played Forrest Whitaker's son in The Great Debaters, uh, which is a Denzel directed movie. Um, uh, oh God! Okay. Um, so what you're saying, Shane, is that they all, in fact, know each other. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one black person knows all black people. Um, uh, fun fact about I, this isn't to do with the movie specifically, but the character Black Panther was created about two months before the Black Panther Party formed. Everyone thinks the comic was done after the party, but it's actually not that. They were just independent. But the, yeah, the party wasn't based on the comic. Either. No, 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 no. It no. was just independently both yeah. made Black Panther, which is an interesting thing. I think that's really what bizarre. Kind of party was it like booze the Black and... Panther Party? It was a uh, political uh, movement, yeah, it, political oh. civil rights movement, like Black Power. In which country? America, <laughs> USA. Oh, uh, they, they were, they were vigilante, vigilante group. The questions that the audience who are like me wouldn't know. <laughs> the white There's, audience. There were echoes of it in the UK as well, but it was mostly the US. Um, Black Panthers were kind of a militant uh, vigilante political group. Yeah, so. Um, oh, so my other fact, uh, it's the first Marvel movie with a character whose rights reverted back to Marvel that they didn't already own. So they everything else that they've done up until this point, uh, Spider-Man aside. Yeah, I mean. Because Spider-Man's rights didn't revert. They optioned them back. They, there was a huge money deal. Whereas it was just they sold the rights to Black Panther years ago and, you know, they got the rights back. And that's the, it's the first one they've done of getting the rights back. So... Uh, that's interesting. Uh, three out of five people in this uh, in the the Wakandans are barefoot, and that was a deliberate choice. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I also liked that the the streets are still dirt because they've got the magnetic levitation. Yeah. So, uh, but also going back to relationships between the cast, uh, Atwanda Carney uh, played. 
T'Chaka in his youth, so in when he killed his brother, spoiler yeah. alert, but that's actually John Carney's son who played older T'Chaka. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go. Um, there I do go. <laughs> I think uh, another interesting one I thought was, uh, oh, this is you used to do like, alternate casting things. It, this, there was one point this movie was going to be directed by John Singleton, who's mm. the youngest ever person to be nominated for Best Director at the Oscars at the age of like 24 for yeah. Boys in the Hood. Um, and it was going to star Chiwetel Ejiofor, uh, which would be an interesting... I'd, he would do a really good job, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I love... I love uh, uh, but they can't, they can't do it now. Well, look, it's going to be rebooted whenever, you know. Yeah, well, he's already in the MCU. Yeah, but they're going to reboot the MCU. Clearly, they're oh. going to beat that dead horse till it stops Don't. giving the money and then keep going. Stop it! I'm already on a knife edge with you, MCU. <laughs> you need to calm down. Oh, and this is a fun, interesting tidbit. This is the second movie this year where Andy Serkis is killed off halfway through oh, by a subordinate. <laughs> well, the less time he spends on screen, the more time he has to be in other movies. What other movie was he? Jedi, Last Jedi. Spoiler alert, Snoke is murdered halfway through that movie and he plays Snoke. Oh. So there you go. That but that's one of his year. CGI. That was last problems. year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no, it was last year too. I saw it again this year, which is why I'm thinking it's this year. And there you go. That's okay. We forgive you. Oh. I mean, well, there, you. There, there, are, uh, there are a few weird casting things because, of course, there are a finite number of Black leads who Black leads studios and so, would be willing to work with. Well, well, uh, Michael B. Jordan auditioned for which was it? It was Falcon. Yeah, back in the day, um, and then was cast in this. So uh, it's it's. Uh, I mean, this is it, isn't it? This is all the black Marvel characters we'll ever see ever cast. So this, unless they introduce. New people. Well, aren't they going to? I swear that I heard they're bring, trying to bring Blade back oh, as part I, of the MCU. Yeah, I think Oof. the rights are with someone else. But at this point, Disney have a big so call. much money they can just buy a studio out, which is literally what they just did with Twentieth Century Fox. So, yes, know. I agree. But putting Blade in the MCU that makes a whole vampire conspiracy, and that's a big call. You, you you just watched a movie where people had like magical cat suits and Doctor Strange and yeah no no, no okay yeah so how how do all of those people literally the sorcerer supreme protector of Earth not know about the vampire conspiracy happening? He's busy protecting the <laughs> Earth in, from not from the, the vampire the, from Tilda Swinton. <laughs> That's who's busy protecting the Earth from Tilda Swinton. Yeah, all right. Uh, mm. Do you have any any other notes? Use Aiden. Uh no, no, I think that's it. Um, so uh, yeah. there's no Avengers in this movie, which is weird. I love it. I mean, no, because it <laughs> is happening after the events of Civil War. So technically, there are a group of inverted commas Avengers, but that's fugitives Cap- that's, somewhere. In who is Ra- that? In that was um, well, Cap Bucky. Is Cap uh, in Avengers? I can't remember. Did he, didn't he leave Avengers? Isn't the whole thing he's not Captain America now? Well, what I mean is, like, he is still an Avengers character. Oh, right, yeah, But yeah. he is technically a fugitive. Well, Bucky um, was in it. At the very, very end. Yeah. But, like, there's no even reference to, like... Like, so when Michael B. Jordan takes over, he's like, 
we also need to make sure that he doesn't find out about Captain America that is hidden away somewhere, etc., etc. Things better left kept a secret are probably better left kept a secret from people like that. I agree. I agree. I just... Wait, when was I, he going to find out? When was, was Michael no B. Jordan going to find out about the Avengers? What? Well, was, that wasn't a question in the movie, was it? It wasn't. That's what he's saying. No, oh, okay. okay. Why but, wasn't it a Yeah, question? why wasn't it a question? Because if he's going to take over America, like having Captain America is a big thing. Okay. Oh, okay. I see what your point, but maybe he just. I'm. I'm not. It's. I'm not. I'm not even nitpicking. I'm just saying it was something I expected. The timeline of this movie is a little weird because it takes immediately. It starts immediately after Civil War. Yeah. And then continues on to presumably just before Infinity War. Yes. You. I think. But and maybe because at this point with Captain America gone, maybe the Avengers have kind of gone dark. Maybe that's. That's the thing. Well, they're under the auspices of the UN now. So we'll we'll see. Okay. Because, I don't know. We'll, we see, really... we'll see it when we watch the Avengers fight a giant blob of pink CGI who's oh. evil and muha-ha-ha-ha. Are you talking about Galactus? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the other one. <laughs> Thanos. Thanos, that's it. <laughs> yeah, good. Thotos. So this is the beginning of Chapter 6. Of phase three. It's not the beginning of, it's chapter six. So each movie is a chapter in the phase. It's Um. phase three and Infinity War is the end of phase three? Yep. Gross. All right. And then how many more phases are we getting after that? Well, up until 2032 at the moment. So I think that's five phases, six phases. I know they've got a Black Widow movie coming. They've got another Spider-Man already in the works. And Black Panther 2 is really... They really want it to happen because obviously it's a giant cash cow for them at the moment. Also Captain Marvel. (laughs) Oh, that's right. And that's in production. That's finished production. Finished production. Posting. I think that'll that'll be out next year. That comes out between the two Infinity Wars. I think. Okay. Is Venom part of this as well? No, Venom's a Sony movie. Right. And, and it is not clear whether or not those movies are part, uh, will be counted as part of Venom the won't be, I'm pretty sure. Well, at the moment, but it, I wouldn't put it above them going like, Doing a Cloverfield. And, yeah, yeah, they'll do a Cloverfield and say, here. And surprise, here's Spider-Man and <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, just Tony will walk in, give someone a talking yeah. to and walk out. <laughs> Oh, All right. No. Well, do you have any production notes, Alex? No. All right. Well, no, uh, well, oh, one more. Ava DuVernay was going to direct this at one point. She was talking was right after the success of Selma. She was going to direct it, and then Marvel talked to her, and then she had a different direction she wanted to take it. Uh, so they end up giving it to Ryan Coogler, and she went on to do A Wrinkle in Time, and I think that came out of that conversation she had with Marvel and Disney yeah. about uh, Black Panther. So yeah. All right. Good or bad? What are we doing no. first? Oh, isn't it Movie Tween Babies and Tween Obsesses? Oh, I don't want to do that. Let's talk about the movie. Okay, Movie Babies. My Movie Baby, it's Empire as written by a black Guillermo del Toro. Ah. Uh, uh, okay. You're all right. It's, I, it's the closest I could come because I was trying to think. I'm like, this is really hard. <laughs> it is. It is quite hard. I wanted to mix The Phantom and Blade. Okay. As in, like the purple phantom. I haven't seen the phantom actually. Yeah. Don't. Honest. It's not a great. Is movie. that the Billy Zane one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. It is very kind of 
mythological mixed with technological. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And then you kind of get the uh, the j- just kind of the 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 black power, black lead sort of story from Blade. Okay, I mean there aren't many stories about black people talking to black people in movies. Yeah, so. Um, I thought this was a bit of Django Unchained. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Actually, that's a really good mix. Because, uh, yes. <laughs> Not a lot of revenge. No, but like needing to prove himself. And All right, tweet nopsises. Alex. Okay. Um, if you want to go see a racially charged movie that is kind of not... Well, what I'm doing right here, batting around the, <laughs> the issues, then this is the movie for you. Hashtag not my Black Panther. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god! Uh, mine is Wakanda Forever. Hashtag Black Panther. Well, that was really short to the point. It's, well done. I fucking love it. Uh, mine just is Black people being great. Hashtag more please. Uh, like, like it is really solid movie with full of just perfect performances. Right? Like, like I, I have not any of the Marvel movies. I think the like I can't even think. The, I mean, the closest comes is Spider Man Homecoming. But even Spider Man Homecoming had a, a weak hero, like a weak, like not a great person here or there. But like the entire supporting cast. Like let's forget is the lead. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like for, for for Black Panther, forget the lead. Every single supporting character, even the tiny ones, like the just tiny people on the council, yeah. every single one of them felt like a complete character. Even if you only got like less than twenty well, seconds of their one character. of them literally only had one line, yeah. and but you still kind of felt that they were as important as everyone else there. Mm. Um, I, was, I guess we're going on to good. Stuff, are we? Uh, or do you want to go? I, I would like to talk about bad first because okay. I think there's going to be less bad, yeah, okay. and a lot of it will be countered with good. Yeah. Okay. So what what didn't we like about Black? I didn't Panther? like that they had an actress like Angela Bassett and didn't use her to her full extent. Well, I was saying going into this, I was worried that Angela Bassett would scene steal because she is a very she's a very big scene stealer. Yeah, like she is a very powerful presence. She's the queen mother. The queen mother with oh. the giant head hat yeah. things. Yeah. She she is a a powerful personality and a very big actor. I thought she did fantastic. She work. did. She was oh, yeah, exactly you know, she was what great. She, she was everything to be. I was just kind of like, I'm seeing an actress. I'm like, I know what she can do, and the fact that she's not doing it bothered me. So. Honestly, I hope to see more of her oh, in yeah. Infinity War. Well, I read she did a heap of training for this role. She did like all this insane kind of uh, high intensity infiltrating cardio. That like I, I read the regime. And I'm like, Jesus, that's like insane. I'm like, but why? She didn't do anything. I think some of it was cut. I think their escape was cut down. Mm. The, the a one lot. thing with the escape. Uh, not the escape, sorry, the once they, the T'Challa had come back from the dead, the thing I didn't like was they had that moment in every movie, so many movies, it's the where the women say to the man, no, don't go. He's like, I'm going to do this on my own. And they're like, don't do that brave thing. And they did that. And I was like, I started cringing up. And then he got the sister and he got Lupita Nyong'o's character. And then they went and I was like, okay, they salvaged it. but And he's like, take care of my mother. I'm like, I feel like she could handle See, herself. <laughs> she seems uh, like she could. The thing that I didn't like was before the movie had started, 
in the trail in all the trailers. The <laughs> Infinity War. This is why I don't watch trailers. The Infinity War um, trailer played, and I didn't see it. It didn't play in my oh, well, screening. It, oh, really? Oh, I, I, mine, there was like three iterations of it. There was like a little like short thing and. Uh, Black Panther's there, and then there was another little short thing, and then they played the full trailer, and Black Panther's there. And then when it got to, like, he threw him out, spoiler alert, threw him over the cliff, I was like, well, I, I know he's fine because he's in the next freaking movie. But, like, but just freaking ruined that. But <laughs> th- you can literally apply that to any Marvel movie ever because you're not watching Guardians of the Galaxy 1 going, are they going to kill Peter Quill? You're not watching Spider-Man Homecoming thinking Spider-Man's going to die. He's never going to, he's not going to die in that. You, you don't even watch Batman v Superman where they kill Superman thinking that he's going to be dead forever because oh, everyone you knows can his. You hope though. Like, in, can, Infinity War, <laughs> everyone's going to come back, dead or alive, no, even I, if they die. I reckon, I reckon they're going to kill Tony Stark. Look, they'll kill literally everyone. I guarantee you. No, there'll you. be a lot of, or is he dead? Is he not? Oh, he's alive, but they will hardcore kill. Like they've already said, Good. they're hardcore killing someone and I have a bet it's Tony Stark and then they're going to go for the female Vision. Tony Stark you, you from the comics. You like rip the stone out of Vision's head. That's keeping him alive. Well, a lot of people will die. It's who will or won't come back. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure they're going to twist the universe in some way that Ooh, new people are. magic. Yeah. Oh. Well, there I is don't. magic. They have they have Doctor Strange yeah, in there, and, know, but like it, and the Infinity like, Gauntlet can literally well, do I mean. anything. Infinity yeah. Gauntlet. As soon as someone gets the Infinity Gauntlet, they make the world however they want. They can undo everything that Thanos does. Um, so I think that's that's going to be the MacGuffin at the end of that movie. You know what? They're going to bring everyone back, and then the person using it is going to die because something like the power is going to kill them, and that's what it'll be. And because it'll kill them, it'll blow up, and that's what I guarantee you. I hope it's great, that is yeah. what I'm doing. Donald Trump hands right now. <laughs> I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. Um, um, Black Panther. Black, Black Panther, Panther. Yes, uh, but yeah, but like, like I don't know that like whether or not he's going to die is a question of the movie is ever yeah. going to say. You all know he's going to come I back, just, but why I, he's going to come yeah. back, how he's going to come back, and who's going to save him? That's the well, question. I, I, w- I didn't expect him to be dead. I was wondering whether or not that was kind of part of his plan in dealing with Killmonger. Is that? No, it wasn't. No, well, <laughs> yeah. I've seen the movie. I know it wasn't. But whether it was, he wouldn't be able to convince people that this person wasn't whatever. But I think, and so he wanted to see what he would do on the throne. I think the thing with this movie is, is that a lot of it is on the surface very predictable, but it's not trying to be an unpredictable breaking new ground. Because mm. the movie is more of a declarative thing. It's not saying... Uh, it's like saying we, uh, like we as in black people, have these stories too, and we can tell them as well. Because you know, it, it, like I thought, you know, the second they, they did the first fight, and then the person challenged him, and he beat the challenger. I was like, they're going to bring this back. Michael B. Jordan's going to fight yeah, him. Yeah. He's going to lose, and he's going to almost die, and then he's going to be brought back through a trial fire. Because I'm not. That's the thing. Like that's that's the story. That's the story. Yeah. That's the hero's story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's through and through. Um, what I didn't like is why didn't Killmonger kill Andy Serkis at the beginning of the movie? Because he needed him for what did he do? He got the vibranium. He then tried to sell the vibranium to the CIA. When he was captured, Michael B. Jordan blew out the back of the building 
took Andy Serkis away, killed him, and then immediately went to Wakanda. What there was a thing that was to do was the like he wanted to get him there and then prove to them that like yeah this guy did all that stuff. How did he know the internal workings of that council in Wakanda? He didn't. He didn't. Well, then why did he need he Black flaunted, Panther to he, fail? He flaunted... No, no. Like, he needed to kill Black Panther. Like, oh, he would have been taught shit by his father because he knew how to speak it, didn't he? He would have known Okay, that. yes, but speak the, the, very, the very thing that he played on was that he did what Black Panther couldn't. He did what T'Challa couldn't and brought uh, Andy Serkis back dead. There was something to do with the stealing of the vibranium and I remember there being exposition about it and I didn't pay attention because that was the least Black panther part of the plot and the most marvel part of the plot and I kind of tune out when that happens. Well, okay, so he walked in, he identified the vibranium, he talked to the woman, then he... What? He helped them escape with his girlfriend. Then... Oh, maybe it was... No, was it the location of Wakanda and where it was... Well, and he, he got says, that I off. need you to take me to Wakanda and then bang, you're dead. Okay, I guess I'm but in Wakanda now. at some point now. did he get it from him with something? I can't remember why. why. He was never going to Wakanda. I can't remember. I, there's something that happened in that scene mm. that I think justifies This is the that. one bad thing that I have is like, okay. I don't know how Killmonger knows or did what he did. I know why he did what he did. Mm-hmm. I don't know how... Or what he actually did. Mm. Like he could have just killed Andy Serkis right up at the start, gone to Wakanda, because I assume he knew that from his father's notes or whatever that he had already. And he could just kill this guy, go to Wakanda. I'm sure we've missed something. Maybe we there's have. something to do with the stolen vibranium and the vibranium from the museum. I feel like there's something there. Well, the vibranium from the museum... Went from the museum to Andy Serkis's pants to on a craps table to in a backpack to then with Killmonger after he kills Circus. Then to Wakanda with Killmonger. But what was there was a purpose to it. I just don't The purpose it. of the story was to introduce this character to us yeah. as being as knowing about Wakanda and Vibranium and teaming up with Andy Serkis only to kill him later. It was literally just character exposition. I'm like, that there, there, there is Wait. a thread there that doesn't follow through and maybe there is Were all the other people scene. who were with their, like their heisty team, they weren't... There were faceless goons and then there was his girlfriend that he kills when Andy Serkis dies. Were they? Oh, okay, I was going to say, were they all part of Andy Serkis' team? And so that's why there he didn't kill him straight up? There were some of them that were there. Maybe that's why he didn't kill them straight up. He needed an army. But... <clears throat> he knew them beforehand. Like he, he'd made this deal with Andy Circus. I need to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. I do. I really want to watch it again. Oh, um, uh, definitely. It's a great movie. It's very enjoyable. Um, that's um, the only real yeah. bad thing I, I have. I had one other thing and it's a technical gripe is that there was some dodgy green screen. Yeah. And I wouldn't have minded if it was like in the middle of the movie, but right at the emotional climax, that sunset, there were some moments where I'm like, you, this is the, a really important part. You couldn't have taken an extra couple of minutes just to make sure it looked a little less also, fake. for someone who does so much motion capture, when Andy Serkis is sitting there without an arm, it looks like he has an arm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's just invisible <laughs> because it's in a green 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, oh, dream. that's obvious. Yeah. Although his arm gun was really cool. I thought it was sure. It was badass. <laughs> the arm looked ridiculous. Um, the the first time that he splits his hand open mm. and like cleans the vibrator, like, come on. Um, and then... Oh, it definitely didn't look like a hand. No. But I think that was the point. The point, because he, he's kind of like just like, covered this in a cheap prosthetic. <laughs> it just, oh, I, just, I mean, his character was ridiculous. His yeah. character was ridiculous, but it, it, ma- it could have been such a... I, I'm sure the creative minds of Marvel could have come up with something a little better looking than than that. that yeah, I, I honestly, um, I think they were trying to make him look foolish... Because he was because he was too good token, of a villain. No, because no, because he was a token white guy. I honestly think that he was made to look foolish to make everyone else look more competent. And because yeah. well, when he was in the casino, he, only, he was just kind of like, "Oh, crazy, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot." And that's not something we've seen. But from also, him it's contrasting because he's a white guy and he's on the bad side, and there's a white guy on the good side. They did it to contrast the two because Martin yeah. Freeman's nicely dressed. Well spoken, whereas Andy Serkis like tattoos, wild, jacked, and and crazy. It was perhaps a mm. contrasting yeah. thing. And I think there could have been just a mention of how he's gone insane since he lost his arm. Um, I thought he was insane back in Age of Ultron. I mean, I erased he, most of that movie he didn't from my come memory. Came across as insane. He came across as very cocky and confident, and mm. like okay. I know who you are. I know what's going on. I know that I'm probably not going to get out of this. So let's do this now. Whereas yeah, in this one, he's in age of Ultron. He's he's. It's the you know when when that's when Ultron got Scarlet, all the vibranium. Scarlet Witch goes around in that warehouse and like makes everyone go crazy and start shooting at each other. He's literally uh, in the warehouse for that one scene. The whole of that movie is a is a, a waste of time. But like huh. that was it was literally that entire movie just existed to set up. Five million other threads for every other movie. Right. Oh, okay. Well, um, can I talk about some of my gripes? No. Go on. Okay. <laughs> um, for me, this was very um, not subtly racially charged. Well, I think that's but real. Yes. When you say racially not... charged, what would you define charged? Um, let's 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 set this in Africa. And let's give them uh, rhinos to ride in, in battle. Oh, okay. I have another gripe. Yeah, the yeah, rhinos were annoying. That, that's ridiculous. You you don't need to do that to um, paint the image of an well, African. If they needed nation. a giant a tank, because that was their version of a tank, what do they ride? Um, okay, they yeah, have vibranium. Why, they can why, why is a rhino a tank. better than a vibranium tank? Exactly. Like. Because when they, what, 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 I, I understand that they are tr- are traditional. They could have been a traditional weapon of whatever Wakandan tribes, mm. but now when they're fighting with literal like flying hover planes, but was it for when they split up? Because the Daniel Kaluuya's character, that's his thing, yeah, and they're the, yeah. those the tribe that raises them. Mm. Could that be? Not necessarily pre-planned, but that's like a thing that they do and they've done, so they keep doing it. And then on this big tribal warfare that happens between tribes, then they start... So are you saying that only Black Panther's tribe has the vibranium technology? 
No, 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 no. So the vibranium is Wakanda. It's a collective of all of them. But when that collective is fractured, they they go to their go-to weapons. And they're the rhino ones and and they're the 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 chakram ones. Yeah. (laughs) Well, a lot of the tech is coming from... Uh, 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 Letitia Wright's character, I can't remember the, the character's name, the sister. Shuri. Yeah. Sheree, yeah. Uh, she's doing a lot of the tech and so the others kind of make armour and shit. She's doing the, the, the hardcore guns and the cool invisibility just, and all of that's her. It, that, racially just, charged. For me, that was very racially charged. And then um, the whole, I, I know it's a made-up nation and everything, but... The, the whole slavery thing and like just I think that that's something they had to talk about in this movie but it's a, like oh, did they go about it the right way what like, do you mean I, they, I they go so. about the right they go I mean uh, as far as like our opinions versus the opinions of black people and in, in this argument yeah. I think they I, I think even just narratively yeah. they have to explain why this technologically superior country has not intervened on behalf of other African literal slaves or anything else in the past. That, that's something they had to address. And I think also... I like that they built that into... That was uh, uh, T'Challa's actual character journey. Yeah. It was such a well-integrated... Because that motivated his character journey. It also motivated the villain. What was really interesting... Uh, I mean, this is a good point, but like the villain was right... <laughs> Yeah, he was but, right. He went so about it the was, wrong way. So was Black Panther. Like they were both literally fighting the same point on the same side. No, no, just... no. Because Black Panther was keeping it a secret. He was we, we can't intervene. That is, he, like his his go to line was that is not what Wakanda does. And he's like, okay, like, no, that's it's not what Wakanda needs to do from that, this point that's on. His, that's his arc, though. Like he's like, why, why would you? Do- yeah, so no. at the beginning of the movie, he yeah. wants to keep Wakanda a secret and at the beginning of the movie, Michael Jordan wants to make it, it go everywhere and worldwide. But that's that's the arc that he takes. So like, yes. He's literally fighting the same side of the coin. Yeah, at the end of that, the movie. And that, that's kind of the point at the end is that they're f- only fighting because Michael B. Jordan won't stop fighting. Yeah. Killmonger won't stop fighting. Yeah. And Black Panther was like, look, maybe we can still heal you. And he's like, no, if, if I can't fight, I'm going to die. Yeah. yeah like, was, so I think that was it, another thing. I but when you say when you say it's racially charged, I mean you give it give uh I'm trying to think of another example. I mean uh what is it? Doctor Strange. I don't know what your opinion is of Doctor Strange. I have a very low opinion of it, but um you could say that is very racially charged. It is. But was that a gripe you had with Doctor Strange? I may have brought it up. Okay. Did you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, okay. At least you're consistent. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I, I, I felt like they didn't need to, um, like, say this is this is an African nation, and then steal parts of other African nations to put in to their African nation to make it. Okay. Like, what do you mean? I disagree like, there. The dancing and the fight pit, and but I, that's all, I definitely like, disagree because that is that's world building. It's not, it's not even world building. That's representation. Because already, like, in, in, we, in all the other parts, we have representation of Celtic nations, of Asian nations. We don't, there isn't much representation of, of Africa African nations. specifically. And even for, and part of the argument of this movie was, is that a lot of, um, like, African-American kids don't have the rich, deep cultural heritage of their home nation. Mm. But... 
like what the alternate version to what you're saying then is to they just act exactly like all they live in Africa they've lived in the secluded they've grown up from tribes secluded from all of everywhere else and then they just happen to act like white people because the no, whole I'm not like saying that at all though like but, it, but how yeah. would they act other than how they no, did? No, no. So the question is why why is what they did with the uh, the ritual okay, so the ritual fight pit is something you've brought up. The the rhinos, the dancing, why is that not it just What's the version of that without that? Well, I'm not creative enough to think of a way to not racially charge something like that. Uh, but I think if so, you have yeah, these just... people in Africa and they they've never not been African, like that is a oh, an evolution I have of a good point. their culture. Mm. And because we don't have a highly technologically advanced society in Africa, there's there's only so much you can do that isn't speculation. But like also just, like maybe but he's, integrate the technology. But more here's here's an, here's the thing. Know. So Chadwick Boseman, because he was asked about how he developed his accent mm. for the movie and how he talked, and he said, "What I did is because the thing is, Wakanda is a nation that has never been colonialized, whereas everywhere else has. And so there was what what a lot of what we know as black culture, even in Australia or black culture in America, and they use the, they do this in the movie. They really put a point of black American culture versus Wakanda culture is, are two different things, is because that is because a whole bunch of white people came in and colonialised it and you've gone and clashed two cultures together and mixed it and what comes out is what comes out. Wakanda never had that. So that's why their traditions are so steeped in a lot of the old school stuff because they, haven't had, they don't have a new school. They've been allowed to develop on their own without the interference of an outside party. And that's, so that's why those things are kept there, I think, despite being a high-tech... I think maybe what you're going for is there are really high-tech people and they still do these weird traditional things that have got nothing to do with tech. Again, like, that is part of the actual identity of Wakanda is that they are so steeped in tradition and secrecy that yeah. they haven't let go of... But, like, they haven't let go of that, but they've had all this technology for such a long time, then why isn't that integrated into their traditions? Like, for example, hear me out. They do. I, I've, no, but, like, the fight pit, they... They, they drain feed... Him, they, that. they drain him of his Black Panther power, sure, and they use traditional weapons made of vibranium, but why is it? It's because it's to say it's to keep technology? it. It's to keep it fair. Well, what technology though? Like the whole thing, because they say it's the. There was the line they say is uh, he didn't have the black pants, so the fight was fair. That's not technology though. That's no, no, the, but that's, that's, that's to keep it fruit. like. But that's but. But, but like, okay, you, what so, I'm saying is like you give them something uh, that. Do you give them a high tech sword? So pistols. Like guns, guns or no, ray like, guns, like the armor or something. I don't know. I'm what I'm saying is like it's just it's too close to other things, like from Africa. Well, but that's like, the. I think that's the and point. I know that's probably what they're going for. But yeah. for me, that was just like, oh, let's let's throw two African tribes in into a fight pit. But Not, let's. Put but it, okay, two but it can't. It can't tribes. be called appropriation because it's literally celebrating African traditions. And, but but can I can I say it like it, it, part of the reason why a character can be on screen for two seconds and you know who they are is because they do that. It's because all of these characters are steeped in traditions and they're struggling. The whole point is the characters are struggling with tradition versus 
the new stuff. The new stuff hasn't been going, hasn't existed for 500 years. It's only existed for however recently because there's the, the tribe up in the mountain that don't have that and they resent the fact that they've got this young woman making the tech. They so have electricity the, up there. They, they, the they are still part of Wakanda. They still have access to the technology. They're just isolationists. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like I, what I'm saying is I don't agree with the the path that they took, I think that they could have made a Wakandan tradition more modern with their technology and that's the gripe that I have. But would the technology be... Well, that's what we're saying. Like, there's, there isn't a version of prove yourself that you can be king of this nation that's not just, hey, pull out guns, shoot, like a Western shootout. No, I'm not saying guns, though. Like High-tech shields swords, shields, but they, they, they like, like... I mean, okay, so... Something else. But we, so we see that they have those when in the, at the end when they have the intertribal war. Exactly. So, but I think the point of the, the ritual combat is that they literally have nothing. We, you, you have to be worthy to lead. That. I literally have said that I know that. Yeah, but what so what, what are you saying? Modernise it. How? They have the technology... <laughs> When it's, you part say, of, it's part of their culture, so that's what I'm so saying. So you're saying keep the... If you want to be king, you have to fight the current king. Keep that. Is that what you're saying? Or saying ditch yes. that altogether? Yes, I'm saying that... So keep, fight the king. Keep the fight. Keep, keep the fight. Keep the, but fight with technology? Exactly. It's part of them. But what would they... It's, but that's what we're saying. Is that like, How then do you do that? How does one person... Take okay. out the other. No, no, no. Okay, no, okay. no, no. Just, I, just some I, other I understand. African tribesmen from some other place I understand what in. you're okay, saying, I'm, I'm worthy. Um, punch you, it's, um, throw you off the cliff. I'm king now. I think what, what you're saying, though, is moving forward, they might change it. But the whole premise of this movie is, is asking whether the traditional way of doing things is the way they should still be doing things. So even if they don't do it in in the next movies and they do modernise it, I think this movie they have to show the old way so that they can move forward later. But it was also a big part of the, uh, uh, what's her name, Okoya, Okoya's journey in this movie, she follows the old... Uh, The general. She's she's the general lady. She follows the new king because she follows the old way and there's Lupita Nyong'o saying that the old way isn't the right way because this new king is not a good king. And so that that, that was integrated into the actual idea of the movie. It wasn't just set dressing. I mean, I, I, I agree that a lot of what was presented could seem like cheap touristy uh, look at Africa kind yeah, of yeah this is this is this is Africa without actually exploring it but I think what they have done can be justified in that they it is part of the themes of the actual movie and it was integrated into every character as opposed to just being like like in Doctor Strange a lot of the Asian stuff there is purely set dressing it's purely a different aesthetic to you know, Iron Man. They wanted yeah. it to look different. So we've got like Asian stuff yeah. everywhere, but there was nothing about Asian culture. There was nothing about it. It was integrated into literally zero of the characters. Whereas in this one, it was an idea. And the, the whole, you know, he ends the movie not in, in tribal outfits, he ends it in a suit. So it's saying what's going to happen moving forward. I think. It, so know, any other yeah. gripes other than that? <laughs> yes, and I'm surprised you didn't bring this up. We literally open with exposition. That's fine. Every Marvel movie does exposition. But it's usually the thing that you're like, 
if it continues throughout the movie and it's reiterated by a number of characters throughout the movie, I think I, I didn't I didn't have a real issue with exposition Just, in this movie. Uh, I, I guess that was another thing for me. It felt dream time, like yeah, dream time exposition. Like I mean, that's I mean, I think probably a better way they could have done that as well. I I, I actually quite appreciated the way that they didn't dwell on what happened in Avengers and they really kind of said, this happened, that's not what this movie is about. I mean, like, they did it in Wonder Woman and I, I, thought, I thought it was much better handled in Wonder Woman, actually. That would be, that would be like, I, I got, like I, I'm with you on that, like, but I've kind of at this point, having seen as many movies as I have, I just have to get used to people doing shitty exposition at the beginning of a big budget movie because... Other than Christopher Nolan, everyone does it. Everyone does it. I honestly don't think they could do it better in Marvel because there is so well, but much here's the thing, to kind I don't of know that cutting it out would have detrimented the movie that much because they. It's the whole point of that it was to explain the mind, explain the history of Black Panther, but they do it to one extent or another elsewhere in the movie. It's not as explicit, and I guess maybe that's like a, we need a thing at the beginning that explains it all explicitly. Because our audience is dumb and they need this. But you know yeah. what? I've sat, I've talked to people about stuff, and I realized that maybe the studios are right. Maybe audiences aren't maybe as savvy as we think they no, are. No, audiences are dumb. People yeah. are trash. Audience are dumb. <laughs> this so is, that is. That is fully condoned by Second Take Podcast. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't mind that because, again, it hasn't been explained anywhere else. We need to learn it somewhere. Yeah, I just like just just go on a journey with me. I don't. I don't think it's the best part of the movie, not by a long shot. But I'm just like I just I just I I I buy it. Like I just sit there and I go, okay, this is a part of the movie. But I like that they went from a really traditional story cut to America in the 90s, that was an interesting contrast. So it didn't just exist in a bubble. They used the aesthetic that they had there to then contrast to, you know, it's the hoop and it's the hoop made out of a milk crate. Like that, I kind of liked that there was already a thought of let's put the images that we've just presented to you, even if that was used to dump exposition, let's use it to tell this theme of traditional versus the modern, you know, that kind of thing. Go on a journey with me. We start off and it's just a wide pan shot of the forest that is the facade that is covering Wakamba. Yeah. And then we zoom in and it's on the mine. And then we're going down we see all this technology and stuff like flourishing. So what you're asking for is a Peter Jackson big flying swoop over the landscape? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking no. Don't you I'm like – I was going to say you like – Just, just a, like a, a zoom straight in to the mine and then – you zoom back out and it's the city and then maybe t- is it T'Challa, T'Challa is the new king. Yeah, he has like a, a two-second spiel about his country and where it's been and where it's going. And then but, like, but the Black Panther has The to- premise of him telling that to someone who already knows versus a parent telling it to a child who doesn't know. and Because Michael B. Jordan's character, the villain of the movie, is the one who asks the question and his dad, the one who gets killed, is the one who tells it. So it was in part at least integrated into well, maybe he who the villain was. Maybe he does it not in a, like a bedtime story sort of manner. Maybe he's like, but then who? Does, if he does it to someone who who lives in Wakanda, who I, knows I, I the think history? it's. I think it's a moot point. At yeah. some point, exposition yeah. has to happen. This is how they did it. Just, exposition isn't the best, no, and it's, it's annoying. Just, and I'm just, I was 
uh, a little taken aback that you didn't bring it up. I think there are much worse offenders, and this so is true. this is this movie was. If this movie was bad, I probably would have. But if this movie was bad, I think they would have used more exposition annoyingly. I think this movie kind of got it over and done with into the movie. Um, so, like, this is the framework we are Pacific working Rim. with. This, these are the concepts you'll need to know. Let's go. There's a movie, Pacific, have you seen Pacific Rim? Yes. Yeah. I love that movie to pieces, but that has some of the clunkiest, it's 15 minutes long of that movie is exposition in the outset and it's really clunky. That would be, I'm used like to that movie. being the normal thing. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right, we can move on. Move on. Is to there the no other bad things? Well, yeah, it's, it's more about... I mean, there's a bad thing for me that wasn't part of the movie. Well, okay, so something to do with the movie that I didn't like and then something to do with people relating to the movie that I didn't like. The ad for Lexus before the movie with Black Panther in it, I'm like... I did not even see it. Please stop. <laughs> I don't want to... I want to buy Lexus even less now. Thanks. <laughs> Lexus, am I right? Less Lexus. Damn, my shot collar isn't working. <laughs> um, but also the reports of people that. faking attacks at screenings black of Black people. Panther. Yeah. Oh, I saw that this morning. I'm like, what? you're going to get found out. If, if yes. What is his name? Ryan Lochte can get found out. <laughs> Are you random no person tweeting about it is going to get found oh. out. People are idiots. Why? Why are you going to the movie if you don't like it? So people faked getting beaten up by black white white people put makeup on and things to make it look like they'd been beaten up and said and then they tweeted and they said I was beaten up by black people for attending a screening of Black Panther. This is a hate crime. Because they're trying to make it a thing and they've got found out like that. It's people are fucking idiots. Yep, they really are. I'm one sorry, one person the, the used, human race. <laughs> you <laughs> found a photo yeah. on uh, on Google image search of some uh, some woman who was attacked in Sweden three years ago and shared it as like just came from a Black Panther screening where I got beat up for being white. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just reverse Google image search and it's, like, oh, it's I have, not yours. I have one gripe with the movie, and it's not. It's 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 a personal gripe. It's there was so really it's a gripe with yourself. Yes. Well, uh, um. So there were t- the the general character Okoya and one of her other people are in the comics. Those characters are lesbian, and they filmed content in the movie explicitly making it that, and that would have been huge for the Marvel universe, and that was cut out. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, I'm pissed off that... And then anyone who kind of tries to bring that up is getting told, no, you're just trying to shut down the first movie with black people. I'm like, if it was... A, if, if they weren't film, If they hadn't filmed it and then cut it out, would, it would be a non-issue because this movie is doing so much. But it was filmed and it was cut out and it's the second time this year they've straight-washed a character from Marvel. They did it in Thor. So the, the Valkyrie character is bisexual and she said she played it that way. But at least in Thor they didn't film anything that suggested otherwise, whereas they explicitly had a moment between the two women that was cut out. And critics saw that in an early cut and then it was cut out. And I'm just kind of like, again, like it's, not, it's not big and the movie does so many great things. It's a, just a But they, they also right. don't deny it. The, the, there is... I the mean, celluloid closet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there explicitly explicitness because her and oh what is his name 
the blue guy. I'm just going to call him the blue guy. The guy in blue that sides with Killmonger. Yeah. They call each other lover. Uh, or maybe it was two of the generals. Maybe it wasn't Okoya. It was, I know it was to do with the general Okay, people. so that wasn't cut and then this inserted. Because that would have been more egregious. That, would, that would probably would have... See, I don't know the story behind that. I just know that there was a cut between two characters that were right. made to be explicitly together, two female... And, you know, and like female... Queer female of colour is like... like That's the hardest done by demographic you can get. And to cut that out is a little annoying, but, you know... Can't be all things to all people. Yeah, I think that's this movie true. is good. I don't think it suffers for. It doesn't suffer for it. It's just, it's just, and that's why I mean, it's like a personal gripe. It's like a thing that I'm just annoyed of seeing happen. If you hadn't have brought it up, or wouldn't have known, and wouldn't have been things. <laughs> all right. Sure well, shall we move on to the good, the very good? Uh, I want to put a props out first to Denai Guerrera. Yeah, she was MVP of this. Fucking movie, and now so she was a queer. She was the general lady, right. and, and now she, having seen this movie, I really want to see her and uh, and the uh, Black Dead. Widow. Oh, Black Fight! <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Remember, remember, remember T'Challa says, "As much as I would like to see this happen, <laughs> we have other places to be." <laughs> oh, did they? They kind of face off as he's getting into a car. That's right. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. She was so I am. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but yes, that would have got, been a very. She got fun so part. many crowning, like her in the casino with the giant spear. I mean, that was so cool. And then her on riding on top of the car. And what I love in action scenes when they do it is they give you a moment. It's not just it's a car and they ram the car. They ram the car. They shoot through the window, and that's like the car scene because you've seen all of that before. She does the moment where she throws the spear. It goes through the window into the ground, and the car hits it. Yeah, and that kind of thing you haven't seen that in a car. In like a yeah. car chase before. I well, that's because you can't it. do it without magical vibranium. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. But it was so cool. And I her just loved that same car chase scene and um, the two uh, ladies are sitting in the car yeah. and they're just shooting at them. And <laughs> it's just like... like <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, guns, so primitive. Yeah. I just thought it was so... It was that, that was, whole... That all of beautiful. the career sequence yeah. was... Even the, the casino fight, I love... I love where they're walking into the casino and she's talking to the Korean woman. That little snippet yeah. was just perfect was... because you've seen it so often with just white people. But it's we, when, when it was uh, Nakia, Lupita Nyong'o, it was kind of like where a white person is kind of like, I'm stooping to your level, Korean person, so that I can come into the casino. With Lupita Nyong'o, it's really kind of like, we know each other, we're friends, come on, I've caused a problem before, but you (laughs) like me, we can get in. It was so Um, cool. There wasn't that, I think (laughs) that scene without that, uh, that kind of racial interaction Mm. that a white person going into a colonialized country and dealing with the natives yeah. has was really refreshing it's and so i was refreshing. it surprised me how much i enjoyed that scene yeah um and like that's the only reason i can pick it up because i've seen that scene a hundred times, times before yeah except it's always a white person yeah and 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 then it's like oh how cool a white person can speak five languages. There was something really interesting about seeing a black person speaking Korean yeah. because we don't see that. We no. never see that. It was really cool. I love the way he shot all of the Korea stuff. Like 
I was expecting, because the problem I have, even with the best of the Marvel movies, is that they're shot really blandly. They look like they're all shot by the same person. I was reading before, apparently Ryan Coogler deliberately said, I want to get these key creative people that I've worked with before because I don't want this to look like every other Marvel movie that looks like it was shot from the same people. Yeah. And it works. So, like, you know, he does these really long takes and, and the, like, especially in the casino, he does this thing where the camera, there's a lot of single takes and he's laying out the geography for you so that when all hell breaks loose, he can cut whatever the fuck he wants and you know where everyone is and you know the stakes from the get-go. It was so refreshing, so, so refreshing in the sky fire. And like the moment, you know when Michael B. Jordan takes the throne and it, the, the camera's upside down and it twists. Yeah. Like that is a cool flourish that we don't, ever seen in a Marvel movie. The closest to that we've ever got is Guardians 1. Had a lot of cool visuals that were very specific to James Gunn. Outside of that, none of the Marvel movies, and even my favourite Iron Man 3, doesn't have that. No, we we did have something similar to that in Thor. Which one? Uh, When they're they're going to see... Oh, and it goes into the mirror and the floor? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I I, I like... But then it's entirely kind of... I was watching it the other day and it kind of did that and then it just undid it all just by cutting Cutting to straight up regular... Over the shoulders. But what's interesting is that shot doesn't mean anything in... Like Panther, it it's the wrong king taking the throne. That's why it starts upside down. Like there's 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 a reason for all the flourishes there, and then it also has them. Whereas none of them, like the closest I found visually cool was Doctor Strange because of just all that weird tessellating, twisting things. But it never meant anything. Yeah. They just did it because it was cool. Can I mention Forrest Whitaker? I liked him. He was good. I. I like Forrest Whitaker in most things that he does. And, and controversially, I liked him in Rogue One. I did not have an issue with his character. I, no, no, one. I liked him in Rogue One. I didn't like that he appears in Rogue One. He's a really awesome character. And then he just, he's like, he's like he says to Jin, he doesn't say this explicitly, but he's like, you are such a boring protagonist. I'd rather die on this planet than go on an adventure <laughs> with you. That is how bad that movie was. He was like, I'd rather die than, than do this movie. <laughs> Um, but there, there are just a few people I want to throw out. We've already spoken about Angela Bassett. Like, I love Angela Bassett. I love everything that she's done in American Horror Story. But ab- ab- above and beyond that, she has had a great career. And I was worried about... She was the singular person that I was worried about being in this movie because she has a tendency to own every scene that she's in. Yeah. And I didn't want that from her, but she didn't do that. She was, again, perfect. Mm. She, she was uh, just like Forrest Whitaker um, who has a tendency to kind of fall into that uh, like bumbling sort of thing. It, it, he never really gave that off. Uh, Danae Guerrera, uh, Guerrera and Lupita Nyong'o, I mean, oh, I, the, the, so they're the real stars of this, like, the women. Chadwick Boseman was the hero, but really Lupita Nyong'o and, and Danae Guerrero were the stars of this movie. It was so... And, like, I love Chadwick Boseman to pieces. Everything he's been in, even, like, the movies that aren't great, he's, like, one, I think he's one of our great living actors. And he just hasn't... He hasn't been given his, you know, like, a My Left Foot or something like that. He hasn't yes, been given yeah. the, the one that will just nab him at every award everywhere. But I love him to pieces, and I was surprised that I was focusing more on other people than him. It was so... Even Michael B. Jordan, like, fucking... 
Can we talk about the villain for a moment? Because Let's. Marvel has so many problems with their villains and this, outside of Michael Keaton in Spider-Man Homecoming, this is their best villain they've ever done because he was right, he made sense, he was just doing it the wrong way. My, my one problem with this villain is that he died at the end. I mean, I think... I don't think it would have betrayed his character to be taken in to the society and I think it But he would, never would have fit in. Uh, he didn't need to fit in. He he could be a spy. Like that's like he could because I think that would have been the ultimate compromise. Like him accepting T'Challa as king while T'Challa accepted that he was right and doing what he was going to do okay. just without violence. I think because that's kind of how I think he would have been at least appeased by what happened at the end of the movie, and I'm, I'm just dis- I'm disappointed that he died because I think that that was, as opposed to other Marvel movies where I really wanted someone to die at the end, I think this movie would have been made stronger by him choosing to live and become part but of, see, the, of Marvel the system. Marvel has listened to our podcast and they're like, all right, Zane wants us <laughs> to oh, kill Zane, someone. Off. Zane wants us to kill him. And so and they yet do Iron it. Man still lives. <laughs> but do you, do you know, do you, I wonder if that might have been a deliberate decision so that uh, that character couldn't have, see, it's what they're going to do with Michael Keaton and it's going to really piss me off is he's going to come back in another movie, in another Marvel movie, and it's going to be shit and he's not going to have an arc. Do you reckon they did that so that Michael B. Jordan's character couldn't show up somewhere else and be dealt with terribly? No. I, I, I don't think they did that. I don't think they worry about that. I honestly think it was a logistical issue. Like they did, they signed a one-contract deal and blah, 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 blah. I think, I think next time we see Michael Keaton, he'll be an ally. I don't think he's going to be a villain straight away. He'll, I think he will come back as a villain at some point. I don't, but I think he will. I honestly, the way that they ended that movie, I feel like he's going to have a twist. And I just when, feel like he was so perfect in that movie that anything else is never going to come close to that and it's going to be like disappointing. True, let's just stop making movies. <laughs> <laughs> make other like don't like like because it was the problem with it's what bogged down the old Spider-Man okay, thing. Well, was okay, well, okay, let's stop making sequels then. Is yes, that, is that what you want? Yes, okay. absolutely. All Except for the, all the time <laughs> and only prequels. Well, then we wouldn't have Black Panther. No, it's a prequel. A pre. It's a it's, sequel it's, to Civil War. It's well, it's it's everything it's a, to it's everything. A, it's, it's part a of an MCU. To Infinity War. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I thought oh, I had a, another really cool thing. Oh, I liked that it was like the least Marvel of the Marvel movies. It Marvel didn't like if you erased Marvel from everywhere ever, then it wouldn't be marvelous. <laughs> uh, it would be, it would be still be a story that worked. Yeah, and you you didn't have the scene where the movie stops to show you Iron Man, and then Iron Man goes away, and then we start the story again. I loved that idea because that's my most hated thing in those movies. It was the worst parts of Spider Man were Iron Man bits. And I love that they just got rid of all that to tell a story about these people that I hadn't seen before. In terms of narrative structure, I think Iron Man was the least least enjoyable part of Spider-Man. But, yeah, this is definitely one of the movies that can stand alone from the MCU the most. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely put this on and not have to worry about like continuity. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Well, it literally has nothing to do well, with the rest of the world, except for the the part where T'Challa is saving T'Chaka in that 
sort of vision flashback thing. Well, again, but, yeah, flashback. Like, <laughs> they explain enough in this movie exactly. that you don't need it. But, it, but I think again, they anticipated like it, it doesn't that even too. get explicit about what came from that and yeah. like him trying to kill Bucky. What came from that was like we were told that his father died, he was there and couldn't save him. Yeah. And like and that's kind of what initiated his journey in the movie. Yeah. Is yeah. trying to live up to his father and continue his father's legacy and then finding out that his father's legacy was flawed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to bring up uh, the costumes and the score. The style. The style in this movie was fantastic. Oh, and like, like, even like, like what was really great, Angela Bassett, so much of her character came from just the, the silhouette. You, watched, you could see her at a distance and she always stuck out in every scene. They put her in, because everyone else had a lot of multicolors, she was hard single colors for a yeah. lot of the movie. And it was such a, it, there were so many bold choices in this movie that I just loved because I hate watching a movie that looks like everything I've seen. I loved uh, the general and the bodyguards' armor. Yes. Probably the most. Even though. Even though it did have boob accentuation, which I hate, <laughs> I think in this one it Where was... Where else are they going to put their boobs? Well, they can have boobs wherever they want, but... A boob on your arm. They, they can. <laughs> they can have boobs wherever they want, but their costumes don't need to accentuate the boobage. And that's what I loved I, a lot about Star Wars. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. the coolest part about that, but... Also, <laughs> uh, yeah, look. Um, also, like Valkyrie and Marvel, like it's really it's uh, something that's happened in movies and comics for Since so forever. long that it's we are moving away from it. But I loved a lot of Lupita Nyong'o's actual costumes because they didn't accentuate. I love that her introduction was she was in like a full. Nikhab. Yes. That yeah. was so cool. Well, and, and a lot of her, her costumes aren't accentuating her as they aren't saying, you are a woman. She's she's really... Uh, she's a spy and the yeah. costumes reflected that she's meant to blend in. In a way that black widows never have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so true. This is so true. Because of, uh, I, I watched Iron Man... Two. Oh God! The why three? Two. Two. She's not in three. I don't think. Two. The, and it's like when she first walks in, her waist is tiny, her butt is huge, and her boobs are out there. I'm like, come on! If you're fly kicking men in the face, you need to do your cleavage up. Yeah. You just need to do that. Having a half undone zip is not safe. I'm not no. saying that that's incorrect, <laughs> but what if? She, as the character, was like, "No, this is this is me. I'm I'm gonna work my booty. Thank you very much. I'm gonna kick people in the face with my boobs out because that's a distraction. Sometimes she wears heels, and so that's what? no, no woman, woman fights in heels, heels because you if break can, your feet. If she can fucking do it, then she's better than every other woman who can't do it. Uh, look, and that's Black Widow. I like I like what that you're Period. trying. I like <laughs> that you're trying to justify misogyny with women power, but I'm no, no, not. No. I'm not picking up what you're putting down. Um, this is feminism empowerment. If they want to do it, they can do it. Yeah, but that's my problem. Is they in a movie, 
She's not doing it. Someone's doing it to her. A man is saying you're in heels. It doesn't even. It's not necessarily a man. Women do it as much as men. Exactly. I uh, mean, I mean, the, the proof is in the pudding. Just, yeah. When you look at uh, Wonder Woman versus Justice League, the proof is in the pudding <sighs> that a lot of the problem is when you put God, men in charge yeah. of designing clothes for women, straight men in charge of designing clothes for women. But I, I think the style and incorporating um, like modern African style like uh Johannesburg graffiti yeah whatever and the hoodie or, like this they did it through the sister character the Q. Yes, she was basically yeah. like the cue to his bond which yes, is kind of cool yeah. um and I love that that then flowed into the music as well the music mixed a lot of traditional tribal sort of music as well as Kendrick Lamar I liked it I would have liked more of the traditional stuff because I love I love African percussion music yeah. I have a lot of it on my computer and I I've kind of listen to it while I'm working. And it did come in strongly a couple of times. I really wanted more of that in the actual score because it kind of came in and then went into the more modern hip-hop. I don't know if you followed when they were using the music and when they were using the other music. It was very specific. So Michael it, it B. Jordan, very when Michael B. Jordan invaded Wakanda, the music invaded on the African stuff and they had moments where they fused the two but, together. In the 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 casino fight, um, it's kind of regular scoring. Then action happens, and it goes full like full percussion and like uh, really like theatrical versions of African music. And then it kind of goes into regular score. No, okay. it doesn't go into fan beats. It goes into like regular score music. And I'm like, okay. come on, it, that was so great. Yeah. And it was like I was sitting in the cinema going like. Oh, this music is boring compared to what maybe, you were just playing. Maybe they were trying to use the music to accompany the setting because they maybe. weren't in Wakanda. But I mean, I don't know. I like. I love the whole like, in the best possible way, the cultural assault of the movie. Just like from the get go, you're in this place. There's makeup. There's the music. There's the dance. Like I loved that about the movie because it was just like, oh my god, I haven't seen this. this is, I'm going to the movie and I'm seeing something I can I can't see when I go on and open my computer and watch you know whatever the hell on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. I I that was one of my favorite parts of the movie, and I think that's what's like. I mean, that's why it's having the effect with the people with African Americans and African. People. I was in the cinema and there were two African kids up behind me. Their reactions while the credits were rolling were so cool. It was so cool. I was just like, fuck yes. That is what you want to hear people saying in a movie. Not like, like, like I, you know, they'll talk about all oh, the pie or the, the popcorn or something like immediately when the credits roll. And these the kids went, pie? I don't know. They go home and have pie. I don't know. <laughs> Pumpkin pie? Sweet potato pie? Um, <laughs> but like the fact that they were talking about the movie and then on the way out of the cinema, they were still talking about the movie. I love that. I right. need more of that. Are there, are there any other specific goods we want to talk about we've talked about score we've talked about style we've talked about performances actually there's something that i didn't didn't like that i haven't talked about yet <sighs> alex come on martin freeman's american accent oh yeah it was way better than 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 what's his face uh in the cloverfield paradox yes but let's not let's not sully black panther with with talk of cloverfield david paradox. or yellow Woe, that's his name um <laughs> also i he was CIA, not Shield. Yes. And well he wasn't Shield in 
Civil War either. He was Shield UN. Wasn't really he was UN Security banded? Council. Shield wasn't official right. still yet. Was no, it? no, no, no. He was UN Security Council, but now I I don't know whether he was working on behalf of the CIA or he was from the CIA working as part of the UN Security Council. That whole thing was confusing. Yeah. The only thing that I could... Like, I couldn't even remember if he was using that accent in Civil War. I was just like, he's American now? Yeah, he was was American then as well. Okay. It just... uh, The whole thing... The the Accords was a very American pushed uh, kind of whole thing. Yeah. It was very... uh, Oh, yeah, but... It like was, no one ever spoke to them about the accords that wasn't American. It was like the Secretary of State and Martin Freeman, yeah. both very well. Martin Freeman, to be fair, I think his accent in this movie was better than his accent in Civil War. Right. So I think he's making War progress. What has it been? It's been almost two years. So yeah, <laughs> bit, of, bit more practice. So um, any any other good or bad? Or are we going to move on to verdicts? Oh, verdicts. I don't know. I feel like on my verdict, I've given up the game on my verdict. Um. One other fun thing up in the mountains, um, if you and like the the leader guy of the gorilla clan, yep. and uh, Martin starts talking and he's like, "No, <laughs> you will not speak another word. If you do, I'm going to feed you to my children." And then he just starts laughing. Just, yeah, the humor like, was no, very well placed because there was not a lot of it, and it was like, at the exact right yeah, moment. The one I joke very much appreciated that. didn't land with me is. Holding the steering wheel, sitting in the chairs, kind of sliding up behind a Koye in the car chase. When he, when he, when he, uh, when Andy Circus, you'll see his claw shoots oh, the car oh, and yeah, it yeah, kind yeah. of explodes and, then she's like, and she, she jumps slides around. along the ground. Yeah, I, like, I liked it. I mean, I loved the design of the, the, the taking control of another car, another yeah. vehicle. That was sick. That was really cool. Sorry, that was just another cool thing. Yeah, it was. Uh, the, the tech was. Interesting, and I think I think that's going to give them a lot of license moving forward to not worry so much about what tech we have available now, and actually get much more advanced with it yeah. in in what happens in the next few movies. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Any any good or bad? No, well, that's, no I think I've all right. Said my piece. So Shane. It's a fuck yes from me. I'm gonna. I want to see it again as soon as possible. How dare you sully this podcast with profanity? Well, <laughs> don't worry. You're look. filling in for Seb. Well done. Ah, good. You haven't dropped a C bomb, so you're I'm, still I'm ahead. Seb, I'm Seb. No, that's not a good Seb I'm, voice. I'm Seb. I'm Seb. I'm. I'm just doing my best. You know. I uh, got a Kiwi accent because uh, he doesn't have a Kiwi accent though. He it's, has the, like a- it's the only accent I can do. Oh, so right. I'm gonna just have a Kiwi accent. What about you, Alex? That's a bitch tits yeah from me. A bitch <laughs> is that? I don't know. I, is that a good yes or a uh, bad yes? I mean, it's a mediocre yes. A mediocre. Are you going to watch it again? Yes. I think I will. I want to see if um, if I'm watching it not at a not in the same frame. Not angry at the blackness of it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, paint me out to be a racist, <laughs> even though I was defending. The racism. No, absolutely, <laughs> and I think that's. Mm. It's a very confusing. It is. I need to watch a, it in a different light. Um, watching it now, knowing what's going to happen, is is always a, a. Well, no, because we have no context for African culture, we don't know if someone going like 
African culture with exclamation mark in your face and even worse, speculative yeah. African culture, yeah. you're not, you, you immediately go, oh, I don't know if this is a good representation yeah. and I don't know how I should feel about this. Should I be offended? Because usually when people are making, making minorities do something new and different, it's somewhat insulting yes. or stereotypical. Yeah. Um, That's what I felt with the rhinos. So, the yeah. rhinos for me were really just practical. I'm like, were they armored up already? How far away were they? Because he blew that horn, and like three seconds later, they were charging <laughs> onto the field. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and like, like, well, they're up on that that rise on top of the city. So, where? Uh, look, the rhinos were. It's vibranium. I mean, that's that's the excuses. Well, they were covered in vibranium. So. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm not sure if rhinos can lick people. Mm. Whatever. What do you mean? Well, when, when Okoye stands yeah, in, yeah. In, 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 and just kind of stops and then licks her, I'm like, I'm not sure if their tongues work like that. <laughs> we'll leave it for another time. Um, mm. So it's a bitch tits yes from Alex. Yeah. He'll be seeing it again. Uh, I have Sebastian's review here, which I will read out in my best Sebastian voice. Oh, dang it. Oh, Black Panther is the best Marvel film since The, the, the Winter Soldier. It, it easily is the best villain of, of any non-team-up film with Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan, was both engaging and sympathetic. And I, I wish I got to see more of him. Overall, the casting of this film was incredible and I appreciated the fact that this film was purposely less funny than all of the other films in the franchise. A very high recommend. Shut up, Seb. Yeah, <laughs> shut up, Seb. He's weirdly more articulate in writing than he is in person. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's an easy yes for me. It's it's not my favourite Marvel film. Mm. I don't think it's even really a contender. But this is how every Marvel film should be made. Yes. I think it, this this really sets up the formula of taking the lead of the movie. Well, actually, probably Spider-Man Homecoming did it taking the lead of the movie away from the MCU situation and exploring who they are and the, what they're dealing with by themselves. But then also letting a director give the movie a voice. Absolutely, as And well. they did it with James Gunn on Guardians 1 and then failed to do it on 2. Yeah. Or at least it didn't work. Though to be fair, I think they gave the director a bit too much of a voice in Ragnarok. But that's just my opinion. Everyone else loves Taika Waititi. The voice, his voice, in, his voice was in the writing, but in the making of the film, it didn't look. And the plot of the film, it was very, yes, very, yeah. very Marvel. So it's it's a easy, it's an easy yes from me. This is probably top five Marvel. Yeah, um, this for is my me, top easily three. I think with Spider Man Homecoming being a very close fourth. Really? Yeah. I so was, I go number I one is Iron Man three. This. Uh, then Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, yeah. and most of those are pretty interchangeable depending on my mood. And then Spider-Man Homecoming is at number four just because Spider-Man Homecoming was visually a lot more bland than either of those yeah. other I things. mean, some, something that this movie really brought forth or illuminated to me is my own prejudice against tech and CGI fight scenes. Yeah. Like the flying, as soon as I saw that ship, I was like, oh, boring. Let's go back to the people. 
Um, and and the people fighting, I'm not a big action fan. I don't like, but I will say some of the some of the the fighting was more so the casino than the actual the was intertribal the stuff. But it was definitely the interplay of the characters and the the tribes in the council. That sort of political intrigue i think that's really interesting mm. and how you knew how it was going to go down but still at the at the point of of the climax it was kind of like oh no what yeah and then it happened and it plays out but as soon as there's so too much tech on the screen and not enough people i really switch off yeah like i i wish that martin freeman did something more or better than what he did. But he still got a moment. I was expecting him moment, completely yeah. to not get a moment. And then when he goes and decides to stay in the chair, I was like, yeah. yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, I wish it was more declarative. But, you know, these are these are tiny little things. So easy yes from me. Let's let's see more of this, please. Yes. Um, and I think I would love to see solo movies from both uh, Lupita Nyong'o and Danae Guerrera, yeah, or even just like a team-up movie between them. Um, oh yeah, like a spin-off. Like a, yes, yeah. I would watch the shit out of that. Uh, so, yes to the women, yes to the people of color, yes to Black Panther is really good movie. Yeah. All right, so. So a remake? No, no, not a remake. No, you only you, do that you if recommended you... it. So it's a it's a sequel or it's a prequel or it's a spin off. Sequel, a prequel or a spin off? Well, you can't really do a prequel, do it? Can you? They explained sure you the whole story, didn't they? Just do the just do the first. Black oh, Panther. you know what? Oh no! no oh don't. no, no! Because we saw the resolution of it. So I was going to say like a prequel about Lupita Nyong'o's character, how she got to that. Thing, ah. but then like there's no climax to that story because the climax is in Black Panther, so you can't Rogue One it. <laughs> Why would you want to? Um, I'm going to do a spin-off. Are you going to do the spin-off that I just suggested? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, going right, to do the good. spin-off that we suggested to just. <laughs> Do we suggest that on air or off air? I can't remember. On air, on air. Okay, yes, yes. So I'm doing a spin-off starring Okoya and Nakia, Nakia, Nakia and Okoya. And I don't know, what would you call it? Does it have a title? Do you, just, okay, so do you... You should call it something. Call it something. Okay, well, we'll, we'll figure that out uh, as I pitch it. Uh, do, do you guys give me elements or is that not happening? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Please, it, it needs to be... I want it to be set in Russia. So snowy. Yep. Snowy. City kind of mm. Eastern European feel. Slapstick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be fair, that cast stunt was a little slapstick, and I think that the car, oh, I thought you said cast stunt, and I'm like, what cast? No, the cast stunt. stunt. The she cast. slides up, holding the steering wheel. Still, she was attached to the whole chair. Let's, let's she was attached that. to the chair, but the steering wheel was just in front of her. This whole steering column had been ripped away, somehow leaving just the wheel in her hands. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. It didn't rip her arms out, it just left the no. steering wheel. <laughs> uh, it's an easy release steering wheel. That's why. Okay, so we're doing a spin off about Akoya and Nakia set in Russia with some slapstick. Okay. Uh, Wakanda has bought its 
technology has, out into the open. Has bought Russia. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. No, no. So they bought their technology out into the open, but they're very restrictive about who can just get it. It's not. They're not just selling weapons everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I will say that's something to do with the mythology. Like that plant that just makes you Black Panther is like, oh, that's that's just super serum, super soldier serum, just. Out there, but they didn't need to do like a million tests on young yeah. <laughs> people. They could just feed it to. But that's what I mean. Like it just it just grows, so anyone can just I get some. If, and... I wonder if that maybe they. I wonder if that's where it came from. The serum that they developed in a Captain America. Maybe it's blue though, not purple. So well, this is true. <laughs> but now they've burnt it all. I'm like, how is he ever going to be challenged for a fight? Because if he drinks the thing, he's fucked. He's never Black Panther again. Look, I. It's going to piss out something and it's going to start growing. I don't know. I think there will be the root systems down there and vibranium will just fix it. <laughs> I think it's, yeah. I don't think it's, it's only going to be a problem if they decide to write it in as a problem. Like, I don't think it's a, an inherent I feel like problem. they're never going to remove his powers from this point onwards. Well, he'll never be challenged as king again because no one else has the right bloodline to be challenged, to yeah. challenge him for king. Oh, it's one of the tribes and there was a heap of them. Yeah, but, but they all don't no, want now it. that they, they they chose not to decline. They okay, they right, decline. fair enough. Um, oh yeah, and then it has to be a new king. But when he dies, or like when he gets old, like what's going to happen? Because we just we, they proved he can die with a bomb. You Infinity can kill him. Ah, yes, right. Oh, and you can just use that to grow a bunch more of the plants, and then and then they're set. Um, everyone can be Black Panther. <laughs> If everyone's Black Panther, then no one's Black Panther. So okay, so we've got a spin-off with Nakia and Okoya, and set in Russia. And so Russia has stolen some Wakandan tech. So they have to do kind of like an espionage. We're going for like a uh, 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 atomic blonde, atomic black. That's the title. Atomic black. All right. Um, And it's Nakia and Okoya and they have to infiltrate Russia. I don't know quite how they do that because Russia actually doesn't have a tremendous number of black people there. So if you're black and you're in Russia, are you stand out like nobody's business so maybe they oh because russia wouldn't know about the black panther thing so so they're going as like emissaries yeah and we've got like uh so they've taken the russia tech and they have to find it and then it turns out that it's it's bigger than just that it's (gasps) what bigger than russia and oh oh my god i'm giving you the scene you want so i want i don't know what scene they're in russia zane they're in Russia. and don't, don't make a pun out of this. No. Good. They encounter and they, they don't know what it is and the plot is and they think that the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. is actually behind Russia's stealing the Wakandan ah. tech. And they encounter Black Widow and Black Widow and Akoya fight. <laughs> and it would be while, while uh, like Lumpina Nyong'o is doing like some sabotaging efforts. Yeah. You know, uh, Okoya has to fend off against Black Widow, and you get just about the coolest fight in the Marvel Cinematic Universe ever. Like this Trump's uh, Cap versus Iron Man versus Bucky. That's true. Like it would just be the coolest thing ever. They'd kick the shit out of each other, but Black Widow's decided not to wear heels, you know, <laughs> because. <laughs> You're writing the story. <laughs> because I'm writing the story. It's and very important. It's narrative reasons she's not wearing heels. Yes. Uh, it, Russia has... It, it, the, I don't know. I was about to try and figure out a, an excuse. But so they fight and then they realise... Russia has laws against wearing heels. I was going to say like heels are like banned in Russia. <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
and uh, Black Widow. Uh, so it turns out that they're f- not fighting on the same side, but they need to team up to take down because they, they she was thought they were there for the wrong reasons. They thought she was there for the wrong reasons. Turns out both of them are there on the same side. They have to team up and fight the Kremlin. And, oh, no, they have to, they go to uh, Chechnya and they just blow up Chechnya. <laughs> Chechnya is obliterated off the map by their actions. Now, I, I like this. By Wakandan, I like this, Shane. Ad, ad, not Adam, I was about to say adamantium bomb. No, uh, a vibranium bomb, a vibromnia, bromnia. Stop doing that. <laughs> Stop doing what you're doing. Now, now, where is the slapstick? Yeah. Um, good question. Good question. It has to be the bad guys, right? No. All throughout the movie, because it's like a buddy movie, because you've got Okoya is very by the books and Lupina Nyong'o is fuck the book. And so you have this like lethal weapon slapstick relationship between the two of them and they're always like going at each other about this is how we're going to do it. And she's like, no, no, let's just blow it up. And then they have to come together. And so every, like every, like every other scene, like every between fight scene, they're bickering and slapping, but not in like a bitch slap or let's make women fight kind of way. They're just at each other's throats. So they, they're playing pranks on each other? No, like no, no. It's like, it's like, the, <laughs> yeah, well, like one will trip the other. <laughs> from the fingers and the eyes, but they're always bickering about how to do the mission. But they've both been sent there by T'Challa because he's like, you two need to get along because you never get along. So you need to get along. And then they team up against Black Widow. Widow initially and then... (laughs) <laughs> yes, that would, that's how she doesn't have heels. They keep tripping her with the heels and then she realises, well, I need to stop wearing these heels. These are so impractical for uh, fighting. Why have I worn them like this for the last 10 like, years? To be fair, I'm pretty sure in Civil War she wasn't wearing heels, but she has before. <laughs> yeah, um, and so they end up teaming up. They blow up Chechnya with a vibranium bomb and then they come back... And they're like, to Black Widow, do you want to come with us? And she's like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to go and hunt down Cap or something like that. Cap's in Wakanda. Is he in Wakanda? No, he's not. Wait, what? Yeah, we saw him at the end of the movie. Cap. Yeah. Cap Cap and Bucky. Bucky was in Wakanda. Cap wasn't. With Cap. Where was Cap? At the end of Civil War, they literally put him in a cryostabilization thing or something. Cap's there. In Wakanda. But they never showed him in the last scene. They just showed Bucky. Am I right? Like there wasn't a shot of Cap that I just completely missed. At no, the I'm end pretty of, sure like, he's looking out over the rainforest. That's in the end of Civil War at the end That of- was Bucky looking out over the rainforest without his arm. And she's like, do you want to come? He's like, give me a minute. And then they go and then he's looking out. But it was only Bucky, not Cap. Cap was not in that end scene. In Civil War. No, 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 in, in Black Panther. That's what we're no, saying. No, 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 I'm saying in Civil War. Civil War. Did they Captain show him in Wakanda he, at Civil yeah, War? Yeah, right God, at the end. They I put forgot. Him in a thing or something. Yeah, it's, it's all, all the guys that are no longer Avengers have been given sanctuary in Wakanda. Wait, so was Captain America in Wakanda for most of Black Panther? That's thing. why I brought it up before. I'm like, yes. we're not. We're not mentioning that at oh, all. Oh, I thought you were yeah. just saying they're not mentioning Captain America because he's part of the Marvel Universe. I'm like, yeah, well, they're no. not mentioning Hulk either, but like <laughs> that doesn't seem to be in your purview of complaints about this. No, no, he's I off planet just, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that makes so much more sense. I just, ugh, Civil War, I found to be relatively forgettable. 
I just didn't. I, that was like the most marvelly of Marvel things. It felt like an Avengers movie, and that's why I was so weird as to why it was. Yeah, it, it didn't movie. feel like a Captain America movie. Before that, they were all very kind of spy espionage and then it just got superheroes fighting yeah, each other. Yeah, um, Okay, well then... Uh, she, yeah, no, that's why she... Can, and then yeah. she comes with them to take, to wake, and the end shot is... No, the after credits, because the end shot will be not Marvel related. The after credit scene, she walks in, Cat wakes up. The yeah. end. Um, just hark back to Black Panther... The Atomic Black. The no, 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 no. To, to the actual <laughs> That's the movie. title we are. <laughs> the after credit scene. Why wasn't that just in the movie? Why? Why did that have to which, be after which credit? after credit scene? The one where he's like, uh, "What? Uh, n- no offense, Your Highness, but what can a farming, a third world farming nation offer?" The I feel world? like that was an alternate version of what was actually the end scene, like. Because I think they wanted to end on that moment on who are you? Yeah, yeah. That question. Who, 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 who? Yeah. Uh, that question was a really good place to end on. And then I reckon it was just a, we need something to put in an end credits. Like, why don't we use this scene that we cut out of the movie? Yeah. I mean, it was, it just felt like more of the movie. And I'm like, if you're just putting more of the movie in the middle of the credits, I feel like that's not yeah. the point of an after credits or a mid credits yeah. scene. The last well, the last bit is kind of like oh, the last bit is Bucky's very awake. Marvel. That's a very Marvel, yeah, end credits Bucky thing. Buckington. Well, it's like okay, so maybe she's healing his psychological training with vibranium maybe and vibranium. beautiful and scenery. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful scenery <laughs> fixes all problems. No psycho killer ever grew up with beautiful scenery. That's sure. right. That's the science maybe of it. Shakira in there as well. All right, Are we done. <laughs> I think we're done. Atomic Black out in cinemas, twenty twenty one. That's soon. It's very soon. Well, it's not that soon. It's three years. That's enough time to make a movie. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash Second Take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure, that yeah. one. Or Second Take Podcast, you you find it. Yeah. And Twitter, at Second Take TNC. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video. No, well, actually, we have no videos. No videos of pictures, yet. though, that are funny. There was, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really? Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash second take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Uh, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not it's, allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> and and yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to that's not kind of productions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other po- all of our other podcasts. Yeah. yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. 
<sighs> and maybe just one day there'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts, there. yeah, where we just talk at ourselves. Yeah. Yep. The Good. best kind of Fun. podcast. No interruptions. Right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, that's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.